0: Welcome to the Go Lead Everything podcast. Do you aspire to become the best leader you can be? Then come along with me and GLE. Faith, love, integrity, courage. Four key values of great leaders all around the world. I'm Phil Swanson. And I'm on a mission to bring you leaders from all walks of life and arm you with the tools and mindset to lead effectively in whatever you are called to do. Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. What's going on, everybody? What's oh going Rocking
1: and rolling today. You know, people often wonder when I find time to do these podcasts. And uh, it's 5 a.m. right now. And, you know, if you want to do something, you'll make it a priority in your life. And this is something I had to get really real with myself on. So maybe I'll make an episode one day about uh, productivity and just maximizing your schedule. Because, you know, there's so much wasted time, you know, so much wasted time out there. But today I want to really challenge you leaders. I want to challenge you because I saw... I saw a post, I'm seeing all these posts now about leadership and creating culture. And, you know, I, I saw this one, it has uh, 10 qualities of a great leader. Right. And I'm, I was reading through these and I, I just want to challenge you. If you're in a, a leadership role and i ch- you know, I'm, I'm challenging me too. Right. I saw these and was, it made me self reflect a little bit. And uh, you know, one of the things that I think is just so important these days is just really getting real with yourself as far as what your capabilities are, who you know, who you are, what is truth, what are you gonna stand for in this world? And um, you know, we we talk and hear companies talk a lot about. Creating a better culture or improving culture, etc. Well, how you do that is through individual conversations every day, through every little decision that every leader at your company makes, who you're hiring, firing, promoting, demoting, etc. So, you know, if you've got a bunch of people that are in "quote unquote" leadership roles, that aren't doing or don't exhibit some of these qualities right you know you can be saying whatever but your culture is gonna suck and that's just a fact so i'm I'm gonna walk through these you know not gonna take a ton of time just maybe expound on them a little bit but um number one honesty this is one seems pretty straightforward you know, I really just question though how honest are, your, are leaders being with their people you know are they really telling their people you know what is uh, their career outlook are they being handcuffed by HR these days you know with what they can and can't tell their employees to, you know th- are they really sitting down and having honest conversations with their people or are they withholding information because you know you may think honesty is just, you know, sharing true information. But, you know, in my opinion, withholding information is dishonest as well. So, you know, are are leaders really being honest and creating, you know, creating an environment where their employees are safe to be honest with them and not feel like they're going to be, you know, repercussions for, for, coming forward with things. And again, you know, companies are, they say all the right things, but do their behaviors actually back that up? Number two, delegate. You know, how well are you as a leader delegating? How well, uh, this says identifying the strengths of your team and capitalizing on them. Find out what each team member enjoys doing most. So here's one. Have you ever even sat down and asked people what they like to do? Seriously, like when, when have you done that as a leader? Maybe you have, if you haven't, you know, again, I'm, I'm sharing, I can share these cause I'm guilty. Right. So just hear my heart with these. How many times have you really sat down and gotten real with your people and asked them what they like to do? Or do you do more telling of people what to do or asking them to do things as opposed to figuring out how you can effectively leverage your team and their strengths and what they like to do? You know, how can you not necessarily be involved in so many things, but actually, you know, if you want to empower your people, right, actually empower them by delegating better by giving some of your authority over to them to actually make some decisions, right? You can't just say, Oh yeah, we want to empower our people and then take all their power away (laughs) and not delegate tasks to them. So number two, delegate. Number three, communication, being able to clearly and succinctly describe what you want done is extremely important working towards the same goal. So, Just to add, you know, how many leaders have you had say, oh, you know, I have an open door policy. Right. I'm sure many of you have had leaders say those types of things. You know. How many of those leaders actually had an open door half the time? Like physically. And yeah, like. I I get you can knock on the door and open it. No, we don't want to be rude because we're on phone calls all day and in meetings or whatever, but I just challenge like you leaders that say these things that, you know, have an open door policy that, you know, want that open, honest communication. How often do you actually reach out to your people and create a dialogue for open and honest communication? Or do you rely on company surveys Right, like pulse checks or whatever you're calling them, right? To try to get information from your employees. Employees aren't stu- aren't stupid, right? When when they get this, oh yeah, you know, employees survey. It's totally confidential. Like we know it's not confidential. This this goes back to the number one honesty thing. How how can you expect your employees to trust you when? you as leaders are saying things to them like, oh yeah, fill out our survey. It's confidential when it's not confidential. I mean, do you really expect us to believe that? This is, You know, again, it goes to credibility. It goes to culture. It goes to honesty. These are just, again, this was a LinkedIn post I saw. I thought it was pretty good. You know, number one, honesty. Are you being honest with your people? And that right there seems like dishonesty. So, you know, that's going to harm your culture. Number four, um, number four, confidence. Right? Keep up your confidence level and assure everyone that setbacks are natural. And the important thing is to focus on the larger goal. So does your leader instill confidence in you or do they instill fear and doubt and uncertainty? Are you more comfortable talking to your leader about a problem you have, like your leader is actually going to help you solve it? Or are you more fearful that you're going to get in trouble for actually sharing what you're thinking? Something to think about, you know, you as leaders, what kind of environment do you create on your team? Are you, are you making your employees lives easier and better or Do you spend most of your time making your employees' lives harder and more difficult? Some things to think about. Commitment. There's no greater motivation than seeing the boss down in the trenches, working alongside everyone else, showing that hard work is being done. To me, this is, you know, this is describing, it calls it commitment, but it's describing leading from the front. It's describing being the example. And every leader, right, You know, you're not going to be able to sit back and just tell people what to do. You need to be that example. Now, I personally don't believe that has to mean you do everything down in the trenches per se. But there needs to be that willingness to where, you know, you're working just as hard and doing the things that you would expect your people to do. You're exhibiting the behaviors that you want out of your people, right? So, you know, I like this one. This one's huge. I also think there's a huge aspect of this culturally. Um, and it's, it's uh, related to pressure and how we, you know, instead of putting direct pressure on people as leaders, you can actually put something that I would call indirect pressure on people, which is to me, you know, it's, it's, it's like creating the pull. It's kind of like a team workout, right? If, if you have a, a people working out in a team environment, my wife does this actually at the gym up in Kingwood fit and 42. I had, to, I had uh, their owner on not too long ago, but you know, they have a team gym environment, right? So, you know, the team holds each other accountable. The team is working and the coaches work with them. Right. And uh, you know, they see the other people working hard, so they want to work hard and you know, it creates that, that pull and that indirect pressure to where they don't have to necessarily say things to each other, like, oh, pick it up and do this stuff. They do that. But, you know, that indirect pressure makes them want to go above and beyond for their team, right, for, the, for their leaders that they see doing the work. So this was a, a big one. Positive. How positive are your leaders? How positive are you as a leader? You know, you want to keep your team motivated towards the continued success of the company and keep the energy levels up. You know, how high are your energy levels at work? Is your, is your company down? You know, how often do you as leaders actually walk around and talk to your people? It just kind of goes back to communication. I think a lot of the positive energy problems can be solved as more effective, frequent communication. It's really easy as leaders to get busy and just ignore our people and what they got going on. So, you know, think about this one, being positive. What does that mean? You know, having a positive outlook, positive mental attitude in all situations, this is a tough one, but so important, right? You're going to, you're going to attract what you are. So are you, are you positive or are you a, a negative force? Creativity, Some decisions will not always be so clear cut. You may be forced at times to deviate from your set course. Pretty straightforward there. You know, being creative isn't necessarily uh, straightforward these days though, is it in this age of innovation? I think uh, a big one for me on creativity is simply being able to make quick decisions to deviate. Lots of times, You know, we want to be nimble as an organization. But uh, again, this kind of goes back to your culture. Leaders, I think, can be fearful of making decisions and taking ownership because they don't know how they're going to be held accountable or, you know, what, what the repercussions of them taking that ownership is. And this goes back to your overall culture and, you know, delegating, giving responsibility, do you really want a founder's mentality and want people taking ownership and making those quick decisions and adjusting for what the company really needs to be doing? If you do, then you need to figure out how you can actually reward behavior like that, incentivize behavior like that instead of disincentivizing it by punishing people or by, you know, having people that, that step out, try to make these adjustments, deviate and help the business, right? Like you want people to do that. You want them to take ownership. That's, what, that's the words we hear. So if you really want that, when they do it, you should reward it. And it shouldn't be a, oh, why'd you do that? We had this goal and you missed it. Well, it depends on the goal. <laughs> it depends on why they missed it. And it depends on, you know, who and how that was communicated. You know, it depends on a lot of things, but it's not always so cut and dry. Like I said, some decisions will not always be so clear cut. So if you really want to empower your people, reward behavior like this, reward people taking ownership and making quick decisions to improve the business, making adjustments along the way, if that's what you really want. Intuition. Number eight, you'll need to depend on your gut instincts for answers. Learning to trust yourself is as important as your team learning to trust you. To me, this is a self-confidence thing. You know, how self-confident are you as a leader? And this really goes back to the work you're doing on yourself. And quite frankly, if you're not willing to read and grow and change, then you're not worthy of leadership, in my opinion. You just, you know, I I, I know too many people that, uh, you know, they're individual contributors and leadership roles. They've never really led anything and they don't do any development on themselves. The extent of their development is binge watching Netflix. Truth. Like there's truth. So, you know, when this, uh, when this says you need to depend on your gut instinct for answers, you know, how are you going to have the self-confidence to really depend yourself if you're not doing the work if you don't know that you can depend on yourself if you don't make commitments to yourself and keep them if you don't have some self-discipline and show up for yourself to do the important things that you want to do how about if you can't manage your schedule and he you let your schedule manage you right constantly the you know i don't have time for this i don't have time for that i'm in meetings all day well whose schedule is it is it someone else's or is it yours like, when are you going to grow up and take ownership for your life and stop letting other people run your life? This may sound like a harsh one, but I, you know, I think this one's so huge, right? You need to be willing to do the work to be the leader you admire. And that takes work. And if you're not willing to do that work, you, you know, you really just got to start self-reflecting, but Um, intuition, self-confidence, you know, being able to depend and trust yourself that you're doing the right thing. I've struggled with this one. So again, that's why I can share this. I'm guilty of these. Inspire, number nine. How many of you leaders actually deliberately or accidentally, right, are inspirations to your people? You, You probably don't know all the ways you inspire them, to be honest, but you know, it says, make your team feel invested in the accomplishments of the company, keep spirits up. And that begins with an appreciation for the hard work. So how how often do you really show appreciation for your people? One of the techniques, I guess, that comes to mind on this one is, you know, kind of going back to communication. Have you ever even asked your people what makes them feel valued or if they feel valued or how they can feel more valued? Or do you just tell them you're valued? Right. Okay. So, you know, imagine you're an employee and you work your butt off for years and, you know, you get through COVID and it's like, Oh, you know, tough times, right? We're not given raises and whatever. Oh, but you're very valued. Okay. Like, what does that even mean? (laughs) So you're telling me all these words, but nothing you're actually doing is making me feel valued. And then, so what, like, we're just, people are just supposed to feel valued because you said it or because they're lucky to have a job through COVID or because why, what, you know, did you even ask them what would make them feel valued? You know, is there, this kind of goes back to, again, that communication, which is just so important, right? Like have you even communicated to your people what, what motivates them or makes them feel happy? And I, you know, I'll go back to a story from early in my career. I had a young engineer I was working with who was struggling with motivation. They, you know, they were telling me about, I was kind of a mentor for this individual, even though we were close to the same age, but, You know, they were telling me that they were struggling with motivation. And I just was like, I was dumbfounded. I was like, dude, we pay you engineer salary. Like, what else do you need to be motivated? And it was so ignorant on my part from a leadership perspective. You know, it was a really, really bad example that I set as, as a leader. You know, there's like this expectation of like, okay, we pay you. So you just do the thing. And there's no expectation of a leader to actually make you like your job or want to do it or create an environment where you want to do it. Like, no, that individual is struggling with motivation and what I should have done, even though I wasn't even, I wasn't even this person's leader. Right. But you know, what we should do as leaders is ask our people, you know, what, what motivates you, what would make this job more enjoyable for you? You know, maybe I can't, give you the salary that you want. If that's a motivator, it's rarely a motivator, by the way, the the direct salary, maybe it's that they just don't feel appreciated. They don't feel like their work's actually adding value to the company. Maybe you can give them some perspective, show a a little bit more appreciation. Maybe, you know, you give them some flexibility to leave early on some days. Like there's so many things you can do as a leader. If you actually asked your people, what they would want, and then if you know, if you ask your people what they want, and you actually give it to them, right? They're gonna love you. This is kind of a leading from the front thing. Like they're gonna want to go through a brick wall for you, right? So, you know, this is a super, super uh, important one. That, you know, inspire, making your team feel invested in the company, and and you don't do that by saying stuff. And this is where I see leadership going wrong these days. Like, we're hearing a lot of words, but we're not actually seeing behaviors. And that just creates, you know, back to number one, honesty. If, if that's what's happening, that's going to destroy your culture faster than anything. So, the, like, the worst thing you can do if you want to improve culture is talk about culture. The best thing you can do if you want to improve culture is get your leadership on the same page and start making better decisions. Start treating your employees better. Start asking better questions. Start communicating better. Start developing yourselves and working on yourselves more and doing the work to be self-confident to make those decisions and take ownership that needs to be done, right? Positive, keeping a positive mental attitude all the time, right? Through all this craziness. That's, that's what we can be doing, being examples, leaning from the front, creating that pull, creating indirect pressure right? We, the bottom levels of employees all the way up to the top, need to all be doing this. And number 10 approach, you know, have the ability to customize your approach based on person by person basis, based on the situation at hand. You know, again, this goes back to communication. Like leaders need to do the work to develop the skills, to be able to talk to their people and, and do more listening than they do talking, ask better questions and you'll get better answers. So I challenge you leaders, you know, how many, How many questions have you even asked your employees lately or just do a lot of telling, you know, you have meetings with your employees. You have weeklies Is is your question. So what's going on and you just expect your employees to bring stuff up. Do you ask them questions to generate conversations? Do you ask them if they feel valued? Do you ask them if they feel appreciated? Do you ask them how you can make their life easier? Do you ask them? What challenges you can take off their plate? Do you, do you ask them if they're overworked? Do you, like, are you asking them these questions? Do you ask them how you can challenge them more or make them feel more excited? Do you ask them how you are as a leader? Do you ask them for feedback one-on-one? Or do you just send out a corporate survey and lie to them that it's anonymous? Because they're not anonymous. Right. So, you know, you're going to get a better gauge of your employees from one-on-one conversations with leaders than you ever will from a survey. So encourage you leaders out there. Real talk. Again, I can say these things because I'm guilty. If you haven't done some of these things, it's we've all we're, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Far from you know don't expect me to be perfect but if you're not doing these things i just challenge you as leaders you know this list of 10 honesty delegate communication confidence commitment positive creativity intuition inspire approach how often are you deliberately doing some of these things and how are you doing it and are your words matching up with your actions and are you creating the incentives for your employees to want to do more be more serve more how how do you create the environment organically by just your actions and uh you know if those actions follow your words then you're going to see your culture
0: change. go lead everything. If you think someone would benefit from hearing this episode or any of this content, please share it and send them over to goleadeverything.com to learn more. It has been amazing about all the individuals who listen to and are getting value from the content here at GLE. thank you for your support you are the reason we do what we do see you next time and go lead F1.